0: Welcome to this uh, week's edition of the Progress with Unity podcast, and we've got a special edition uh, tonight for us all. We've got going to have a slight international flavour. I'll explore, explain more as we go round the table. So, this week we've got myself, Barry, sat in the chair to my left. is Paul. Are you doing, Paul? Evening, Barry. Made it through the snow then? Yeah, just about. And um, we've got Dan. Are you doing, Dan? He's texting. Please... No, I'm just putting my phone on airplane oh. mode. All right, then. Airplane mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie, Flight? Is it anything like Airplane? <laughs> no. No, I haven't. No. Surely you must have seen it.
1: Oh. Don't call me Shirley. Oh, Come on, up, Dad. Man, are you are wasting that one.
0: I have enough of that at home. <laughs> right, um, <laughs> <laughs> leave it there, leave it there. Gareth, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you very much. Good, you're looking impeccable, if you don't mind me saying to that. Cheery. Big smile on your face. It's after better. what's
1: happened, you know. I bet you're not working tonight then, are you? No, I'm not working tonight. Brilliant.
0: we got Rob, how are you doing? Is, have, have you recovered from your tom tits? Oh yes, recovered. Yeah. But I'm now depressed. after losing four. <laughs> Eight rolls of toilet paper. I couldn't believe that you told me last week. You've been through eight rolls of toilet paper.
2: I think paper. it was I had eight shits. Eight, eight shits. I thought you said eight when, rolls When I was listening toys. to the podcast and it said eight, eight
0: toilet rolls, I'm thinking, did I really say that? <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> I thought you did. Right, and our international flavour for our listeners out there, uh, let's just see if we can get over to the US of A, and we should have Adam, who is known around the Lattic sites as Avant Sweater, but for tonight we're going to call him Adam. Are you with us, Adam? I am here brilliant stuff and how are you doing pretty good it's
3: bright and sunny in California Um, 75 degrees I think that's like 25 Celsius or something
0: right if you keep talking like that we're just gonna switch you off (laughs) (laughs) it's snowing (laughs) snowing here and we're freezing our our bollocks off so (laughs) and we've got Tom who is in another sunny climate he's down in Australia he's in Sydney at the moment so you doing Tom
4: yeah, not too bad. It's not too sunny at the moment. It's, um, it's about 6 in the morning, so I'm still waking up. <laughs> I'll tried to talk to some sense. I'll give it my best, but who knows? Um, so right.
0: I'm asleep here. Right, well, it's good to have you both on board this evening, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the night brings. Right, so we're going to start off with uh, a little chat about Chelsea, and we'll, we'll go round the table. Uh, obviously, we lost 4-1. I, I've just written on my notes, never a 4-1. That's what I thought. What did you think, Paul?
1: Um, I completely agree with your notes, it was not a 4-1, we were fighting right up until the last, and at this stage, we'd light points, but that fight is vital to see. Dan?
5: Yeah, if you take out the last five minutes, it was actually a fairly good performance. To only concede one goal in the first half, I thought it was pretty good effort, and then I thought we were the better team in the second half, and that's just my summing up of the game.
6: Gareth? Well, Chelsea are a very good team. Before we say anything else, so anything that we gain at Chelsea is a bonus, in my opinion. But I have to say, two of the goals we conceded were poor defending, in my opinion. The second and third goals for me were, on two occasions, you've got to appreciate we're playing against top players who make you pay if you make mistakes. But our defending was shocking for the second and third goal, in my opinion. Mm. Rob, you were there, weren't you?
2: Yeah, I was there for first twenty minutes. We kept some pretty quiet, limited to virtually nothing. Maloney brought a good save from Czech. thought when they scored the goal, it really settled them down. And then we didn't really get into the game until the second half. And they went 2-0 up and it looked over. We got back into it straight away. And then the crowd were very nervous. The players looked nervous. We was on top. Um, you know, we, gave, we threw everything at them, but we just didn't have that little bit of quality to get back in the game, and I thought Ali Abzi could have done better on a couple of goals, I don't no one said that yet, Um yeah. I think he could have done slightly better on a couple, but yeah,
0: hash 4-1. harsh 4-1. Adam, did you get a chance to see the game at all?
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I usually have like a pretty regimented superstition about watching games and things, and I set my alarm clock wrong, and I woke up, and I saw Twitter, and I was like, oh, valiant effort, valiant, I was like, oh, damn it. But um, it was just a weird game. I thought it was like the opposite of the Southampton game, where you're watching it and you're like, "We're winning this game for like the majority of it," and then this one is like, "We're losing this." Like it seems like we're winning. I don't know. It's just really weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it's had a strange feel to it. I agree. Tom, what did you make of it?
4: Uh, well, yeah, it's, I couldn't get up for the two AM kickoff, It's in Australia, <laughs> um, but I'm reading everything, it just sounds like four one is a is a very harsh result. Um, but you know it seems like we gave it enough we tried a bit harder and it was better than the southampton performance so it's yeah, well, an improvement
0: if we look at the look at the stats by the game uh, chelsea actually had 23 attempts at goal 17 of which were on target so that shows that you know they did quite a, a fair amount of attacking we had 12 attempts and, and a good start was that 10 of those were on target which i thought was quite impressive considering you know some of our shooting over the past few months has been a bit wayward uh, Possession wise, it was fifty three percent to forty seven percent in Chelsea's favour. But one of the things that surprised me was uh, was the fact that Corny didn't start. He started on the bench. Uh, <coughs> do you have anything on that poll?
1: Um, that's probably just him coming back in and being drifted in. You, you, you know, we're going to need that bloke for the rest of the running. And you can quite easily see a, a line of thinking whereby you just look after him and don't throw him straight in and allowing him just to come back and settle down a little bit. He shouldn't take much, because he's not
7: been away that long. But I saw, I saw that uh, Martinez
4: said that he wanted Kone to finish the game, which is why he didn't start him. So I don't know if that's got something to do with at the end, where there's a bit more space, so he's that sort of player that can run into those balls and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe. Good um, point, yeah. And was it, just, was
5: it just me, or did Kone look a little bit underweight? Well, they say he's lost some weight, don't they? He's yes. lost a bit of,
6: Maybe he's had what Rob's yeah.
7: had.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we need to get him back on the pies, don't we? Yeah. The timing of the substitution said a lot for me, because I brought him on just after we'd scored to make it 2-1, and maybe Roberto thought, I'll get Corney on, and maybe we can nick something from this game. Because we, we were playing you know, relatively well, so maybe he was just having a go. Mm.
2: Yeah. I was surprised he, he's not started, because... He didn't have much game time in the African Cup of Nations. I expected him to start, but maybe he might have had a bit of jet lag and whatnot. Maybe he wasn't match sharp. Yeah, he's not played Do, much. That, that's a couple of pointers where it could be. Yeah.
3: Do, doesn't it always seem like guys are like when Diame came back last time? He was just totally gassed from the African Cup, and I know that the Torres and all those guys when they come back, they're always just like. They're, they're terrible for about three weeks afterwards, at least. So maybe it's just like a fitness thing or something.
1: I don't
0: know. Maybe the temperatures are a little bit draining out there because it's, it's quite an extreme to what we're having at the moment, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, d- not. I
1: think there's also there's a, there's a mental thing about playing tournament football and then coming back and you just having been focused on tournament, 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 you come back and you just like, you just what? Drained a little bit mentally as much as physically. Yeah.
3: Did any of you see the interview with him on the um, the website that they did? He seemed kind of angry that he didn't play in the, the games for Ivory Coast, and so that when he came back, he was like, "I want to play, like I want to score." I was watching Wigan play; it was making me angry because I was sitting on the bench. Like I was like, "That's a good, that's a good attitude," I think, for him to have. He, yeah, I want yeah. him to score, angry, you know.
0: Yeah, well, that's what we want. Off of the off the eleven players on the pitch, and We want them to be that sort of passion burning in their hearts. Uh, just a, a start what we were talking about beforehand uh, Adam I don't know if this is something that you've picked up but we were talking about Ronnie Stam and the fact that it uh, gets a little bit castigated from time to time but uh, he was taken off again on, on Saturday and when he went off we conceded two goals and if we go back to the week before when we played uh, Southampton we was 1-0 up and we took Ronnie Stam off and we conceded two goals uh, and it's just, uh, we, we're thinking whether, you know, he, he brings us, uh, he might not be the best defender in the world, but at least he brings a bit of balance to the side. And, and we, it leaves us a little bit misshapen, I, I feel, when we do lose him, or if Boyce has play, been played, or if Boyce does go off. But when we think about when we played Stoke away, uh, he came on, once he came on, uh, he, the team settled down a little bit, and we, we could have gone on to win that game. We scored two goals in the second half. I don't know if it's something you've noticed, Adam. Have you any thoughts on that?
3: I think f- at, for the moment, with our with the injuries and everything, he's the only guy who's going to naturally um, push out to the right just by default. Um, as his like thinking, you know, when he gets the ball, he's going to drift wide and then try to beat the other fullback and get a cross in. And most of the players. We have probably 10 to drift left. I think. Um, like I know all the midfielders, and M- Maloney's always going to look for a left hand channel. So um, I can. I mean, we don't. We just compress our team. I think too much when we don't have someone out on that flank to catch balls. Like last year, every probably fifth ball, Figueroa would pop out one to Boyce or Moses, who would always be free in you know twenty yards of space. Like no one would be around them because everyone would be trying to close down Bosager and Maloney um, on the left-hand side, so we always have that dynamic ability to stretch a team in the midfield where we overpower people because we have three at the back instead of four, so we have more numbers, but I don't know. I think that's probably true because we just don't have that sort of, like, switching playability when he's not on the pitch.
4: Maybe Coney will help that out a little bit because they did uh, like to kick it up to his feet even though he didn't have the great, greatest first touch, does he? Um, but they did pop it out
0: to him quite a lot and he's quite heavily right-footed, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. and he's, he's, he's strong as well, Kone. He's a bit. Es- Esky never had a, a really good first touch, did he? Uh, but, you know, he, <laughs> he, he, he could hold the ball up for us and he, he did very well and I think it's similar type for me, Kona. Actually, I think Kona's slightly better, in my opinion. I know people yeah. probably disagree. Yeah, well. yeah.
4: Well, he's a much better goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah. He knows he... more what he's doing there.
0: How's he doing out in Australia um, I at the think, moment? Um, Talking of uh, Eske? Uh, he... I
4: think... I saw um, two people have a massive debate um, in uh, November about whether Heskey was good or not. But I think he's on about ten goals then, so that's not too bad.
0: Not too bad. I'm not sure say. what his
4: latest stats are, but... Um, sounds yeah. like he's been quite liked. Um, but, yeah, I was just going to say about Ronnie Stam... As well, um, he's, he's finally played quite, quite a few games in that right wing-back role, which is probably what his problem was at the beginning. And no one else has really got that experience other than boys, which is probably why, um, why we seem to have a better shape with that. I think it's, it's similar to what's happened with our three centre-backs. When, when it's not called well, Alquez and um, Figueroa, that's why we're struggling because they're not used to it. And I think that's what's been our main problem this season.
1: Yeah, I think once we get got some competition, real competition back for those centre-back slots, you might find boys dropping wide and, and stand dropping down again. Or, if not, you're at least finding players that know that there's somebody sat there waiting to take the boots if they need to. And, that, and that's key, yeah. that competition. Um, also, nobody's mentioned the, um, the, the decision. I, I mean, I've not watched any of the highlights. But, you know, you know they're watching this Liverpool game about match-fixing. <laughs> Surely they yeah. want to start looking at Chelsea because every time we play them at home, they get one or two belters of decisions. I don't think ah, it's it a Never, never. I right. right. say I haven't watched any it's of it. It, it was stood
2: distance from ball to his arms, yeah. roughly two yards. His right. arm doesn't move towards the ball. Yeah. His arms in natural position. It's never a pen. Never, no,
0: no. no. That's. Uh, yeah. Cutching at straws, I think that.
5: Yeah, way. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd like well, to say I didn't yeah. watch it. But. I do have to admit, the first time I saw it, I thought it was a penalty,
6: but I haven't seen a replay yet. This is the problem that we castigate referees on a weekly basis, don't we? And this is the problem, you know. Four mm. of us have seen it. It was an easy one. Three though. of us think one, and mm. one guy thinks another thing, you know. So.
0: Mike Dean, though, wasn't it my favourite? It left. was. It was
6: a pretty. It was I an easy Mike decision
0: Dino. that half. Yeah.
2: I don't think. No,
0: I don't think it had a re- really good game, Mike. But. Because he was, I don't know, but I do like him. Anyway, Chelsea, so shall we finish with Chelsea? Uh, it's and a bit difficult. Oh, we have to? Oh, can Sean Maloney. Malone? Of course you can, yeah, Because yeah. I
6: thought he was outstanding. Oh, brilliant. If everybody it was had played as well as Sean Maloney, it would have beat Chelsea. Without a doubt. You know, because he was terrific for me. Mm. What a goal. Lovely. Oh, nice. I
0: should have mentioned yeah. I've, I've even got it written down here, and I just forgot to mention it. 58 minutes. Uh, good, What a ball from uh, MacArthur, though, to put him in. Yeah. split the defence great it was onside I thought he took it too wide at first did anybody else think that? oh
5: yeah, yeah. I
0: had a decent angle so would you look back
2: at those goals? I was right in car, right on the Right where the corn flag on yeah. the front row. Oh. You didn't have your view obscured by a post, did you? No, I <laughs> had my view obscured by a photographer. i so ah. calmly oh. advised to move. <laughs> <laughs> Get out your way. Shat, my view
0: was like, right? yeah. Get lost! Hmm. Yeah, so Maloney, yeah. So, they, they, I mean, Ramirez 23 minutes. As 56, then Maloney popped in two minutes later, didn't it? So we, we just got that soccer punch, and then it springs up and, and bang, and we're back in it again, and it's lifted, lifted us up.
1: Oh, yeah. We did that stop, didn't we? We did it yeah. Second, yeah, like, bang you have one back. Yeah. I thought we were going to pull off another stoke at that point.
0: Well, yeah, he seemed that way, yeah, didn't we,
2: it? We,
5: that's oh, we 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 what happened. the the, the fought
2: that as well because they yeah. was all nervous. I can
0: tell you that. Very quiet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very dead. quiet. Mm.
3: There was a really good Kone chance right at the end, around right before they scored their second two goals. Um, he had it, and he did like one of those swivel shots where the guys you don't really get much uh, run-up time or anything. You just kind of pivot and shoot and. Uh, Chuck saved it down to his
0: side, but that if that went in, that definitely would have been a two-two game. I think. Yeah, yeah, that so, was. Yeah, uh, three players running two then corner. Didn't see. He? He just, uh, he just managed to get a shot away. Right, and we're going to move on because we'll end up getting bogged down. Yeah. So um, it's like I said, it's, it's uh, been snowing here today. It's freezing cold. The players are enjoying themselves. The photographs of them lounging by the pool, playing ticket, fighting in lifts. <laughs> Generally having a good time. <laughs> and
5: that's, it's, that's genuine as well. that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it seems it seems as though it's riled one or two people. I, I personally, I don't understand how, how, how they're getting riled about it. I mean, it's something that happens every year. We've gone out to Tenerife. Uh, we choose uh, different destinations each time. Uh, and it's warm weather training and it, you know, it can work and if it does work, it's fantastic, isn't it? You try whatever. But something I found interesting about it was the fact that uh, Martinez mentioned it was going to be good because uh, the, the injured players are going to get a load of, of vitamin D. And the players he mentioned were Miace, Boyce, Alcaraz, who I thought was fit anyway, Fivert, who I didn't know was injured, Lopez and Watson. The player he didn't mention I of all that was Crusat. It's had me thinking, what's happened to little Albert?
5: Well, he lives in Spain anyway, doesn't he? He might as well be.
1: Yeah. He's the times they've taken him on as a ball boy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very handsome,
4: isn't it?
0: Oh. He's not, not big enough, is he? He's not big enough, no. <laughs> he's not here. No, not <laughs> here. We don't know where he is. We'd like to know. So if you're right there, has Albert, please Has anyone checked for? the luggage? i just lost it. <laughs> I know I'm to. Yeah.
3: He, might
0: be,
3: he might be in baggage claim. <laughs>
0: Which was the last game he played for us, can we remember? Has he played this season? No. No. no he's no. not played this season.
2: Did he come on against Wolves? Uh, wolves? Uh, uh, last At Wolves? At Storm? Yeah. yeah. Who's the <laughs> centre half? J- Roger Johnson.
0: Do you think he's in his back pocket? <laughs>
2: he's still there. <laughs> yeah,
0: he might be in Roger Johnson's back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Albert is. Anyway, so what do we think about him going away for a week's warm weather training? I'm good. Good, good? yeah. I yeah.
6: wouldn't be good to it. Gareth? are some people saying that Gary Corwell's defending them for going away, and others that are saying it's the best defending he's done this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seen that? Seen that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I didn't say that's not my oh, right yeah. opinion, but oh.
1: yeah, I think I think Gary Corwell's defence is is building a siege mentality, and if whilst they're away, they, they sort of bond a bit and trust each other and and you know develop this we're in it together attitude, then fine so be it if they are just all cocking around and, and, and messing about then time will tell and I think they'll get castigated even more if that's the case but uh, you know that's not going to be the case not at this club it's no. not how we operate
4: yeah, you can't be expected to to do all the training that they that they need to do now. Uh, you know, work on new things in the in the cold weather. Um, so it does just make it easier if they can find something better. And, and obviously as well, it's just like a trip away, uh, which obviously helps the bonding. So yeah, I'm all for it. One th-
3: yeah, one thing that kind of I don't know if I'm reading too much into this or what, but um, in uh, Roberto's kind of like uh, summary of the training and stuff, he said that they're looking to refine a bunch of some new concepts. So. It was probably about this time last year that he kind of flipped the script and changed the formation to the 3-4-3. So I wonder if they're going to come back with a new kind of like tweaked formation because I think that the 3-4-3 kind of like sports car homemade Wigan formation is sort of like, you know, like broke down kind of like last year it was a necessity where it just happened to fit every single player we had. It was like if we just arrange them like this, every we get the best out of every single player. So I wonder if he's kind of just taking a step back and like looking at the team and going, okay, what does each player do, and what's the best formation to get the best out of them? You know.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. What do you think, Rob? Yeah,
2: I think you only have to look last year. What sort of effect it? Had. We, this is not something new. The the team go away seems every season when we get knocked out the FA Cup. It's normally we we go away. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. We're normally hit by the third round. Yeah. And it worked wonders for us last year. Like I said, it's a chance to take stock uh, maybe look at new little bits and pieces what you've not done before get your new signings bonded into the squad you'll ask Espinosa Enriquez I think it's a bit I think if our league position if we had another five points in our total I don't think there would have been one person mourning about that they was at the side of the pool having a picture to you. for me there's nothing in that they're going to be out there
5: working and they're working to keep us in the league yeah. I don't have any problem with them posting a picture of a swimming
1: pool They should be swimming to build the strength. Well, I to be fair, (laughs) (laughs) they're posting pictures of players doing things that people would do if they're bored shitless. There's no pictures of any women in there. Right, Adam. Adam.
7: uh,
1: Espinoza, MLS.
0: What was he like? An insight. He's um. I've seen
3: him more for uh, Honduras than for um, the (laughs) Kansas City Wizards. And um, he's kind of one of those guys who you never know if he's going to get sent off or not in a good way. Um, I think we've seen like, him battle for some pretty ferocious headers and that kind of stuff already. So, um, I don't know. He's, he's a good player.
0: Right, he's going to be a good signing then, would you say?
3: I, I don't know if he'll be a starter forever. You know what I mean? Kind of like I feel like he's the kind of guy who you want for a specific job. Like if you got, if you have a, I don't know, like a team you want to sort of like rough up or something like that. He's good for that, especially uh, yeah. in the final third. He's good at roughing up kind of defenders and stuff. Um, yeah, a
0: bit of steel. Uh, not know. He's, he's, he's not like
3: the most technical player, you know, but he's he's a good he's a good at getting forward. He's good at sort of like kind of like he adds like a, a element of chaos, which we haven't really had in the squad. Since I don't know, Brown. Since, like Michael Brown, yeah, yes. probably Michael Brown. Um, we haven't really had that element of like, what is this person going to do? Like, are they going to get sent off? Are they going to score a goal? Like that kind of thing. And I think that's a good element to have in your in your, uh, just at least on the bench, you know, and like in the squad. Um, he's done pretty well. I think all of his best games so far have been from the bench for us. And I think that's like a good, you know, he's a he'll never stop running. He's a hard worker. He's kind of just like a. Like a vicious Jimmy Bullard. He
1: was, he was very good in the second half against Stoke. With a, a lot of running and just linking all sorts all over the place. Yeah. As well.
3: yeah. Yeah, wasn't that a weird performance? Like the first half he was our worst player and the second half he was our best.
0: Right then, 12 games left. Tough games, 12 league games. Last season we actually won at 8 of our last 12. Are we going to do that again?
5: Well, I don't think we're going to quite match that, But there is some hope that we may get close because... Now I can see some stability coming back to the squad, and I think that's an important thing. One of the reasons why we ended up staying up last year. I mentioned last week uh, we had most of our players back, our full-strength squad. I think we're getting closer to that now, right when it really matters. So there is some hope. It's not all hope is lost, yes. Right.
6: Gareth, all hope lost. We'll know an awful lot more when we've played at Reading. That is key for me. That is one game we need three points. Anything less than three points is just not acceptable. That is one game we have to set out to give 100% more than three points. There are 11 games after that. It's going to be tough. We need to set our stall out with the first game by winning that one. 12 games left.
2: 12, can we win eight? Uh, We can, but will we? Probably not. I don't think we, we probably need to go on that kind of run um, this season. I don't think it's going to take as much to stay up this time. I think we'll stay up though. I'm still confident of that. We've got the quality. Yeah, why not? We can definitely stay up.
0: Right, Gareth, you've got some stats around you on our last 12 games. Are we talking about the 12 games to come? The last 12 games, what's that given us?
6: Sadly, our last 12 games have been a little bit below what we would have wanted. We've played twelve, won one, drawn four, lost seven, goals 4-15, oh. goals against twenty six, which at this stage oh. of the season is not as good as we would have wanted, is it no. really? So we need to we, like I said, we need to start with our next game at Reading.
1: That's a that's a big one, isn't it? It's a big one. Uh, well that's not our next game though, is it? The next game is a cup game. Yeah but well, we're gonna come to yeah.
0: that in a moment, well, right. well <laughs> uh, what do you think about that, Adam? Twelve games, can we can we get the points needed?
3: I don't think we need to go on the same kind of run that we did last year. Um, it just doesn't seem like we're that far behind. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had to, crawl, like, crawl out of the hole. And now, if we just get one win against any of the teams around us, we'll be out of it. I mean, for that week or whatever. And we just need to kind of, like, tread water at that point. Yes. So, um, I I I don't know. It just seems like it's, like, so close to clicking. Like, it's just, like, 5%, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Like. I don't know. We we're like the kind of team where if it doesn't work, it it fails. It seems like, and other teams have this kind of like middle buffer zone where it's like, well, we're kind of crappy and we don't really play very well, but at least we'll get you know we'll we'll kind of like fall bass backwards into like a win or whatever. So, I don't know. Does this seem like that to anyone else? Like we're kind of like this finely tuned like, contraption or whatever, and, like, one one thing goes out, the whole thing just doesn't work. Yeah. Whereas, thought... like, other teams, like, like, Stoke is, like, a tractor, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the wheel fell off, but I can still, like, plow this field or whatever. It's, like, that kind of thing. And it's, like, I guess that's what happens if you build, you know, like, if it's, like, making, like, a homemade sports car or something in your garage, you know, and you're, like, oh, I got this <laughs> piece and I machined this and all that kind of stuff, and it's, like, yeah, it's great. Like, if it's working, everything's going, it's, like, perfect, but, you know... Um, if you're a team, you know, like uh, I don't know, like Sunderland or something and you're like a Ford Taurus and it's like, oh you know, I need a new gearbox and you can just go to the store and get a new gearbox and put, put it in and everything's fine yeah. so I don't know, it just seems like it's that kind of thing where it's like we have this, such a low threshold for failure, where I, no matter that's why we like we don't draw any games almost like we have recently, but we have we've lost the most games I think right in the league
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that I, th- I think the way I would sum that up is ...we seem to get heavily punished... ...for any mistake we make... Um, ...and I think that's a positive... ...obviously it's a bad thing... ...but I think there's a positive thing in that... ...in that to put it right... ...is not going to take much at all... ...you've got to do is cut out a few mistakes... ...and the ability to put it right... ...and sort the whole lot out is clearly there... ...if you're a, a, a team like you say... ...the tractor team that plods along... ...it's hard to suddenly become impressive... ...whereas when we're either impressive or rubbish you've only got to cut out the rubbish and suddenly you look really good, which yeah. is exactly what we did at the back end of last season. Just going to yeah. tweak a few screws in the car. Tweak a few screws. Yeah. Tom, what do you think about it, the last 12 games? Oh
4: well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, this time last year I was in absolute state. I was convinced we'd gone down already. And I'm sure lots of people were. Uh, so I'm quite a pessimistic guy, but... Yeah I think we're going to have to do something I think we're going to have to change something to uh, get ourselves out of it Um, But as you said it might just be a minimal sort of change Maybe Kone coming back will just push us in that direction again Because we we have really missed him Um, And it will slightly tweak our formation as well Maybe it will catch a few teams off But yeah I mean Reading's massive I'm sure we're going to come to that But Martinez has always been uh, very good At um, the the matches we have to win He's been very good Especially away from home uh, Relegation crunches So fingers crossed it will all turn good
0: Sky obviously think that uh, we're going to be uh, <coughs> you know, in with a chance because they've moved one of the games, we've moved our, our clash with, against QPR they've moved it back to the Sunday uh, it's going to be live on TV, 7th of April
1: Is that an own game?
0: It's an away game though
1: game. Way, away We've got an away game on the telly, <laughs> about time So,
0: yeah, massive games coming up um, I'm not going to comment on if we can do it
1: I, I change my mind every week
5: well, there's a long time before now, and that, isn't there? Yeah.
1: I, I was, I was optimistic last season. Um, less so this season, but the same. The, all the same ingredients are in place. The problem is, you've got to find that magic spark, and it's got to come from somewhere. And it's like, where is it going to come from? Where is it going to come from? Last year, it came out of Sean Maloney. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't
3: want to freak. Yeah, I don't want to freak you guys out. But on Twitter, about twenty-five minutes ago. Someone posted a picture of Ryo Miyaichi. He lives. I think he's gonna come in, I think he's gonna save our season.
1: He lives. He lives now, he, now that would be interesting he's
3: standing on his own feet
6: in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Alcaraz, Kruisat in it the background. Uh, Kruisat's yeah, behind shoulders it. up with uh,
7: Alhapsi
3: and Robles, so if Kruisat <laughs> was in the photo, he might have been cropped out of it.
5: Cropped out of it.
0: Cropped out of it. Brilliant. Brilliant yeah. stuff. Fantastic. Brilliant stuff. Right, a the light relief though. Talking of light relief, we found out who our opponent's was, Saturday's fifth round FA Cup time we're all off to Huddersfield now I've got my tickets today so I'm going to be there anybody else around the table got tickets thinking of going London Skint London Skint mm, I'm no.
1: thinking about going still I right. might have babysitting duties are there any
0: tickets left do we know I've no idea yes yeah. Yes, I think we've got about four or 5,000, it's a big end, that, yeah. what we've got, so there'll be quite a few. So we've played Huddersfield, a uh, fantastic chance to progress through to the uh, next round, although Uddersfield will be a very difficult game. We've never won in Uddersfield, believe it or not, but a good start is we've never lost at the new ground. All our defeats came at the old ground, which was Leeds Road. We've played Huddersfield in total 23 times. And we've managed six wins, all at our own ground, six draws and 11 defeats. So it's not the best of the record. They're
6: actually sat 18th position in the Championship, which surprised me. I thought they were doing better. They played 31, won 9, drawn 10 and lost 12.
5: They're actually on a fairly bad run, aren't they? Yeah. They've had a terrible January. Have you got those written down? I've got the star. last
6: four games written down. Um, the last game they drew nil-nil with Cardiff. They lost 3-0 at Derby Mm -hmm. and beat Crystal Palace 1-0 at Huddersfield. Before that, they lost Mm 4-0 to Watford. So they're not really on a good run at the moment, no.
5: Yeah, and before that, they actually lost 6-1 to Leicester, didn't they?
0: They did, in the league.
5: That was right at the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Their own form's not too bad, though. I mean, they've only lost four games at all. And for a side struggling at the wrong end of the table, it's not too bad. Won five and drawn seven. Uh,
2: And the managerless...
0: And the managerless, well, they might not be by the time we.
2: Yeah, they're talking to Mike Robbins, I believe, yeah. at the minute.
6: Yes. Mike Robbins, yeah. The managerless since man, the 24th of January when they sat Grayson. Grayson. Simon Grace. Simon Grace.
1: Robbins has got a famous FA Cup pedigree only.
0: He? Yeah, he has, yeah. Mm. It's from United. Yeah. 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 I uh, saw so, anyway. I was off the back Did they show the
3: game there, of Leicester versus Huddersfield? It was on TV there.
0: It was on ESPN, I believe, Adam. I don't have a ESPN, uh, so I didn't see it, but no. I, I
3: watched it on uh, on the. I have like a subscription thing, and uh, it was a really weird game because it seems like it, Leicester and Huddersfield was like two teams trying to play like us and Swansea, but just. They didn't really do it like they couldn't it was really it was i don't know i thought it was kind of funny but um they they play almost the same system we play which is a really high line and they pass a lot of square balls that are even more dangerous than the kind we do when like you get alhabs trying to do like a croif turn or something
7: mm-hmm. they do uh
3: they play a lot of those so if we have McManaman, he's gonna snap those things right up like that's like his favorite thing i bet you know, just like a square ball across the back line. Like McManaman loves that, I bet. So
7: yeah.
3: I think if they try to do that against us, they're going to hit a wall, probably.
0: Well, so, well, he's been talking today about this, what type of team he's going to put out. And he's he said he's going to put out a team that will try to win the game.
1: We all what that means, <laughs> don't we?
0: <laughs> so, whatever that means, I mean. Well,
1: I, I, I think that he should play a fairly strong team and get some confidence into. The first team players, because that's what they're missing. And I think, as we get to this pointy end of the season, you know, the the time when you pick the ball up in midfield, and you know, the all of the East Stand is is sat there going, push on forward, forward, and the bloke will pick it up, take it, stop, assess his options, and knock it sideways, and try and gently build. Well, the, the mental time for that is finishing fairly soon. Because, as we know, we need results. And I think that's when we start to come into our own. Because instead of going into nowhere, because he's taking his time, that ball will pick the ball up and start to drive forward. And when, we, when we're able to drive forward like that, we're a different team. Do,
0: do we think... Well, I don't need to ask Gareth, because I know what he's going to say. Do we think we should be for it, Gareth? Or, uh, or what What do we think? I, think?
6: I think he'll do exactly the same as done in every other Cup team that he's picked. He'll pick the likes of Gullivert and Lopez Matt Dicko Espinoza Jones his fringe players can give them a goal. he'll try and win it but I don't think he'll give it any priority you know I've said it so many times yeah. and to be honest his team selections have, have proved that mm.
2: uh, I disagree with that I think we've because obviously we've not played we wouldn't have played for a week come Sunday or well eight days They've not got a game for another week. And a lot of teams who's already at the FA Cup, Premier League teams, are actually playing friendlies this weekend to keep the players ticking over. And I believe Martin has this weekend given it's the fifth round and we're playing stronger opposition than we've faced in the previous round. I think he's going to pick a team what reflects that. I think you're going to see probably Cornet starting because he's been aware... African Cup of Nations. Not played much recently. Probably needs the match sharpness. I probably, I can see him probably resting the likes of Malone. I can see Jones starting Espinosa, possibly yeah. even Enriquez. Um, but I think you'll see a much stronger side what we what we played at Macclesfield and at Boat against Bottom.
0: I also personally because it's I uh, of the cup as we know. Dan, what do you Gen- generally? Oh, sorry.
4: So i was gonna say, uh, uh, Generally, he's just kept quite a strong defense has isn't he? Uh, maybe with Golovac coming in, he looks a good a good defender anyway. But yeah, it's just good that we can play McManaman. And um, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but he was uh, commenting on the on the Huddersfield Leicester game, saying how excited he, he was to uh, suss out the, one of the teams he's going to be playing. So that's he's got such a good attitude, and I just hope he gets given um, more of a chance in the league because I think he could, you know, bring us something that we don't have at the moment
0: yeah well I've noticed that Jones McManaman and Sharner all three have been uh, commenting on the on the cut run this today so perhaps all three of them might be featuring on on, on Sunday come Sunday yeah,
5: yeah I'd say I'd go along with that
0: yeah I won't
3: be Do you think he'll try Sharner in the middle of the defense like as the um kind of like Caldwell kind of role.
5: I think a lot of it depends on whether Boyce or Alcaraz are going to be back if Boyce is back.
0: I, th- I think Colwell will be arrested this weekend because he's got a problem with his age yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. so he's going to be out so I can see Shana in there with Golbar either Figgy or, or perhaps even Adrian Lopez yeah. on the
1: side of him because he's not been rested for no. When when is he last rested if Alcaraz is anywhere <laughs> near
5: match fitness we I think we should give him a game yeah.
1: yeah the thing is if he comes back and he's fit you're then going into the sharp end of the season with the same defence that was brilliant at the back end of last season. I'll tell exactly.
0: you now, if Antonin Alcaraz plays another game for Wigan Athletic, I'll go to the front of this, <laughs> this uh, building we're in now and I'll drop my pants and show me ass.
7: Right, I'm writing uh, out a document.
0: I do not think I'm writing out a I document <laughs> and I'd like you to sign that. Will do. I think we've seen the last of him. I don't think. Uh, there's something going on behind the scenes and uh, I don't think he's going to play again. Like I think he's
3: been the biggest miss for us this season as an attacking player because. The thing we did so amazing last year at the end of the season was instead of, like, you know, everyone's always like, oh, you got to defend from the front. Like, we have to attack from the back. And um, I think all his – we're, like, forgetting, like, all his one-twos with Moses and Boyce. And he's amazing at bringing the ball out from the defense and playing a through pass to the – to the striker or the like attacking midfield link player like Maloney and he's just so good at keeping the ball and kind of like he sometimes will put it in a risky situation you know like when he tries something kind of fancy but i think as an attacking player we've missed him hugely this year like personally
1: i, think, I don't know good shot I, I think that's a, a fair point and i think Shauna's arrival fits right into that into that mould because he, he, he likes to and he's capable of bringing the ball out and supplementing the midfield. I think it's more difficult to keep Shana back than, than stopping from going forward.
5: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 but I mean, he, the crowd love him, don't they? You've got you to love him because he, he plays with his ass on his sleeve. Well,
5: two of the goals that we conceded on Saturday, the first and the second one, were actually as a result
1: of pushing forward, weren't they?
0: Yeah.
5: Actually,
1: yeah. you could say they all were. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. But you, you get... You get punished for that sometimes but then you'll find times when you know you look at that West Ham game where we were dead and buried and we were just pushing everybody forward and and when they got breaks somebody just happened to get in the way because they were just on it and sharp. Was it Adam who said then that we've
6: missed Ample in going forward, was it Tom? I, it Adam, I yeah. agree with you, Adam, but I also agree with what you said. You, you mentioned one other player in your statement, Victor Moses. He's been a big miss, and having that outlet, that Victor Moses, that pace, that attacking yeah. capability, has been a big miss all so far as this season. He was the of the
1: match in the African Cup of Nations final, right? wasn't it?
6: Yeah, I, right, I didn't
1: yeah.
5: watch it, but but he's gone now, and we've got to try and forget he's about him. not
0: coming back. No, he's, he led the exodus, didn't he?
1: We swapped yeah. him for Jesus, didn't we?
7: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we lost Mohammed as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: We've still got Noah, though.
7: <laughs> still no. got Noah. Yeah. Noah more. Dicko. Ah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh,
1: you're recycling your Christmas quiz puns again, aren't <laughs> you? <yeah>. Right, <laughs> right um, before we... Uh, well... Let's, let's wrap up
0: the Othersfield game first of all, and then we've got Michael Oliver who's refereeing it, the youngest Premier League referee, I think he's half decent, he's a young lad, makes mistakes, but he's not, he's not a bad ref. He, uh, he did us over at United earlier you know, early, early this season, I'm going to give him a penalty for nothing, but he's not dive! Yeah, the dive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's have a quick, let's have a quick run round the table and, and, uh, and see who you thinks what the result's going to be on, Saturday, on Sunday. Well, we'll start with we'll start with Adam. We'll start with the with the lads on Skype. So go on Adam. You go first. What's what's your prediction for the weekend?
3: I think we'll concede one goal because they looked pretty like rascally as an attacking side, but they were so weak. Like they, they the goal they conceded the first goal was just soft as hell. So like I can't imagine uh, us getting out of there like three one or something like
0: that. Three one. Tom, what do you think?
4: Yeah I think 3-1 as well I think uh, it's going to be a much weaker defence To what we're used to So fingers crossed if we play some decent players up there uh, We'll get a few goals But I'm sure we're going to concede Because we don't keep clean sheets anymore <laughs> <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Rob
2: Well I think uh, we've done alright in the Cops Clean sheet wise I'm going for us to
6: sneak it
0: 1-0
6: 1-0 Gareth I'm going for a clean sheet as well I'm hoping so 2-0 2-0 Dan Well I was
5: going to go for him to take us to a replay Because I think I predicted that for The two previous FA Cup games And we ended up winning in the end uh, But I'm going to go for
0: a 1-0 win to Wigan A 1-0 six win Paul oh, I'll go with Gareth on 2-0 2-0. Well, I hope I hope we don't get a draw because if we do, I think we'll end up going out on penalties because that's <laughs> what happens when, when we end up back at our place. So I'm going ah, to go... it's only
5: happened once in the last six or seven years, hasn't it?
0: On penalties, yes, but replaying and getting back, I mean, <laughs> Bolton, Notts County, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. we don't want it, we don't want it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go for a 1-0 Attic's win, so well, clean sh- sweep, What's clean the sweep. So we've got one, two, two... Yeah, so we're have going to batter them. Sorry, Oversfield. you're going to get stuffed. Anyway, before we wrap up this evening's podcast, uh, Dan's been emailed a question uh, off the internet, yes. haven't you? Obviously, that's where emails come from, the internet. Yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's a <laughs> tweet. A tweet? It's a tweet from Shinpad11
5: on Twitter. Right. And he says, Enjoyed the podcast. Favourite line from last week's show, if it was a two-handed response as to whether we would stay up or go down, I'd have one hand up and one hand down. Well, that Hashtag was me. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. was me. That was a great line, I thought. And a question for this podcast. Regarding leaving games early, is this an indication of lacking loyalty?
1: Hashtag WAFK family split on Twitter. It's an indication of stupidity. How many games have we, we looked... Buried, or even I've even seen people walking out when we're battering a team and need something. You know, there's there's new West Ham people left at West Ham. Arsenal. Arsenal. Burnley. When Hugo scored a late. Birmingham. Birmingham. That was um, was that figure. figure, Figure. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do it because somewhere along the way we're going to score late goals.
5: Well, I have to admit, I have done it lots in the past. I mean, those Tuesday night games when it's pelting down with rain. And you don't care whether you win or lose, you're just going to leave five minutes early because you just want to get home. <laughs> but more recently, I've actually missed one goal this season due to leaving early. I left in the West Ham game, the home game against West Ham, with one minute left of stoppage time, I think. And I thought, ah, well, we're 2-0 up. They can't possibly come back, can they? Started walking <laughs> past the East Stand, massive cheer,
0: quickly get my headphones on for the radio. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll bite you. stuff so you'd probably better having left then because the tension would have been too great if
2: you were a <laughs> <baby. laughs>
6: Yes. yes <laughs> uh, I, th- I, th- I just thought if you read a book you don't uh, tear out the last chapter and throw <laughs> it away <do> <laughs> brilliant statement. so you've got to watch the 90 minutes as yeah. far as I'm concerned yeah. or, n- or whatever there are
0: yeah
2: Yeah, I think if you're getting beat by five or six and you're leaving five minutes early depressed. I don't see a problem with that but if you're in a tight game any chance or anything going in you're not good, are you don't go, do you? You want to see it all. Uh, they don't see your point. Like, it's a good analogy, I think you mentioned earlier, is you don't pay for a film and leave 10 minutes before the end without
1: knowing what's happening.
0: No, no. What about you guys? What do you think about this, leaving early or, or turn, turning the TV off early, But like if you're stuck in Australia well, or. No, I'll turn or the, or the really telly really off early. <laughs> or America. I won't walk out the stadium early. What do you think, Adam?
3: Uh, I've never. I wouldn't because it takes so much effort to get to the game for me that it just <laughs> seems like it would be crazy like I was at the Chelsea 8-0 uh, oh, no. No, last game of the season and I didn't leave then so I don't know good on you, good <laughs> on you. <laughs> although right when the game ended I bolted
0: this, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I do That was the, was that when you came to the uh, player of the season dinner it was weren't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah yeah that's just why that.
7: yeah
3: there was like, you know, 8 million Chelsea skinheads like outside, whatever, like gobbing and headbutting or whatever, so oh, no. I just got out of there as fast as possible after the game, but
1: yeah. the thing is, we didn't actually you...
3: play that bad in that game, to be honest, like, that was the start of the 3-4-3, three, the three, three, that formation, yeah. that was like one of the first games we premiered in actually, and yeah. then yeah, Caldwell
5: got that, set right? off, the and Coldwell then it all changed. Yeah. The Caldwell sending off changed yeah. that, didn't it? was you? the ref
0: out there. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I don't remember. Phil Dodd. Is
1: it a Fat Phil?
7: Uh, yeah. my old
1: friend. I just made that up actually, but Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out. If <laughs> i I'll friendly. leave it on. <laughs> 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 I tell you what, we haven't mentioned with the Huddersfield game. Just going back, then bloody Egg chasing. Yeah. Even though we're playing away, they still yeah. get to plough the pitch up the day yeah, before. Yeah, not
5: We're going to be Huddersfield Saturday. We're be Huddersfield Sunday. Yeah, two different sports, same yeah.
0: pitch. Yes, it's probably the same kits as well.
5: We'll wonder if we play read is there anybody out there in podcast land that's staying over on the Saturday in the no <laughs> is there anybody any, are there any Wigan fans going to the game on Saturday and staying over for the Sunday no
4: we'll we're the straight answer to know. that no I don't <laughs> <think so.
0: laughs> Tom, okay. Tom what do you think about leaving early yeah
4: I would, I would never do it myself it just doesn't make sense as you said you, you would always read your last chapter of a book or watch your last ten minutes of a film uh, you paid all that
0: money as well, I just I don't get why people do it I'd just like to say to you both, thank you very much for joining us, I hope you've enjoyed participating we've very much enjoyed having you on the show, have, have we? Yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes and it's good thanks to for having me, yeah, no, thanks it's for having me yeah. Cheers. and it's you. great to hear a different perspective so, anyway we're going to wrap up now and uh, we'll catch you all later, so it's, uh, it's a good night from me And it's good night from
5: Australia and the United States. And us. (laughs) And us. Thank you.